Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast, a place where we bring a new paranormal guest each episode to share their journey and experiences. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. Call 866-228-2883 and mention code word Haunting Live to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. My name is Kim Alexis and I am a psychic. I am a spiritual medium. I am a crystal healer, a clinical hypnotherapist and a past life regressionist. Well, thank you for having me on, Trevor. It's nice to be here. Um, So basically, yes, my name is Kim Alexis and I am a psychic. I'm a spiritual medium. Um, I am a crystal healer, a clinical hypnotherapist and a past life regressionist. Um, I'm also an author. And um, I have run um, psychic retreats in Italy and I also teach as a um, psychic facilitator. I teach a class to help people develop their psychic abilities. That's wonderful. So many things that you're into and we will talk a little bit about each thing that you do here today that you want to talk about. Uh, But first of all, I'd like to touch on obviously the psychic mediumship part of it. Um, So what drew you into the psychic mediumship field and how did that get started for you? So at a young age, um, teenage years, um, but older teenage years, I was sort of playing around with tarot cards and interested in astrology and crystals and things like that. But I wasn't one of those kids that grew up, you know, sort of six, seven, eight years old, seeing spirit or playing with, you know, spirit, that kind of thing. That wasn't me. Um, but I, I was reading books a little bit when I was a little bit older on Tibetan monks. So I always had this kind of um, intrigue and curiosity. And um, basically I I left the UK when I was, um, well, I, I had my 18th birthday in Italy. I went to live there. And, I, and, and from there I met up with another girl and I traveled through, um, Tunisia and Algeria and Morocco and Spain and Portugal and France and along the journey um, I had these different spiritual experiences you know we would go to these old ladies who would read the coffee cups you know make us drink the coffee and turn the cup upside down and then so I can see you know much travel and boats and planes and these kind of things which was what you know what happened and um or I'd go to the tarot, the local tarot reader, or um, the ladies that would henna my hands, and then they would tell me, you know, stories about myself and things like that. So, um, uh, which in in fact is is all in my book because I've written a book about uh, which is called the Adventurous Spirit Walking Between Two Worlds, and um, so it's 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 about my travels, and it's also a teaching book on all of these types of topics. So it includes past lives and, you know, and uh, uh, astral travel and, you know, and, and spirit guides and things like that. So uh, and when I came back to the UK, I, um, I was talking to a neighbor and she mentioned a spiritualist church. And so I went to the spiritualist church because I didn't, I didn't know what that was. And I saw the medium giving messages to the audience and I thought, I want to do that. 
I, I, well, I can do that. So I joined a development circle um, at the church, and um, but I actually had some very dark and difficult experiences um, where I, I had a lot of spirit coming to me and I was actually moving them to the light. Uh, but I didn't know what was going on at the time because I didn't understand enough about that. And so I actually went through a very, very, you know, what they call the dark night of the soul, uh, difficult period and had to find people to help me to, um, to understand. And, and, and it was a bit like a conveyor belt. They just kept coming and coming and coming and I couldn't, it was all too much. Um, and then I, I, I learned and understood that we have to be grounded in our body and we have to learn about our chakras and we have to, um, work on ourselves with our emotional issues, which can be a part of why we we get attract these these spirits attracted to us because like attracts like. So I had I I started to understand a lot of things and learn about protection and grounding and all things like that, which for some people is either they don't believe or they don't need to do those things. But for me, it was highly important for me to learn those things. And, um, and, and then really my journey sort of began with um, helping others who, uh, well, I started doing readings and then helping others with that, those experiences that they, they, they needed um, what we call spirit attachment or soul rescue. And then I was going to people's houses and clearing their houses and all that kind of work. And I did that for a while, and um, and that was that's kind of how it all began, sort of thing. Yeah, it all starts somewhere, and you got to learn how to deal with that energy, especially if you're just learning how to do it. Like you went to the church and sort of um, developed that technique on your own, how you wanted to learn how to do it, right? But you had some help and guidance there, at least, uh, for you to learn how to control that. So that's good. Um, did you work on your chakras and that kind of thing right away, or was that taught to you later on? Or uh, no, it, it, in fact, some of the experiences I had with the spiritualist church in the beginning was not good um, at all, and they didn't actually teach any of those things. Uh, and it was through my own journey of finding the right people who were not connected to the church at all that that helped me through. That's why for me learning about the chakras, learning about your own energy field and learning about protection and grounding and learning that there are spirits out there that are not, you know, your happy grandmother and, and, and uh, you know, father, that there are spirits out there who are mischievous and who are uh, difficult entities that want to cause havoc. And again, there are many people, many spirit, many, even many mediums, great mediums that I know that do not believe any of this. Um, so I, I, there's a, there, there is really a divide. And I do feel like, you know, it's two camps. That there, there are the spiritual mediums who know and deal with this stuff. And then there are the spiritual mediums that just have the, the lovely light and the lovely uh, guides and 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 spirit that passed over and have no dealings with this sort of thing at all fortunately for me now 
many, many, many years, because this is many years ago. I mean, I've been doing this since about 24 years now. So, so a lot of that, I don't deal with any of that anymore. But I do work in my healing. When I do crystal healing, I am uh, with some people releasing spirit, and they don't even know that they're attached to them. Some people, some do, and some feel or see or sense it, and other people just think, "Oh, you know." why do I feel so strange? And then all of a sudden, it, uh, I don't feel that strangeness anymore. You know. So was growing up, you said you didn't really have the experiences of seeing spirit or communicating with spirit at a young age. Was any of that um, taught to you at a young age? Like did your background or beliefs have spirit in it? Like say your parents or anything teach you that kind of thing? No, no, nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was the black sheep of the family. <laughs> you know, it's like I was the one that was interested in all these types of things. They know. Uh, and as I say, from a very young age, I I, I left my, you know, I flew the nest. Uh, so I wasn't really, um, you know, when I was getting more and more and more into these subjects, I wasn't even around my parents because I, I went to Italy on my own. Um, but I was in Morocco, I was um, selling crystals. You know, there were things going on where at the time, to me, they were just um, jewellery or semi-precious stones. And it was many years later that I realised crystals were actually, you know, had healing properties and became a crystal healer. So it was funny how the course I was on led me to really become the medium that I became and the healer. So from there then, what courses did you take or did you learn to get into healing then? What sort of direction drew you into the healing direction? Hmm. So I was doing readings at fairs, you know, um, and I, I, I actually, even remembering now, I, I actually started off holding people's hands and reading palms and then I realized oh no I don't need to hold your hand anymore I can I can just hear I can hear spirit so I don't need to be going oh yes and this line means this and this you know so um I started I, I was able to hear spirit and um sense spirit feel so I was clairaudient clairsentient my clairvoyance was strong at the very beginning, but I kind of shut it down after the sort of bad experiences that I had. Not consciously shut it down, but that's kind of what happened. And uh, and then I, I uh, what happened? I got into crystal healing. Um, so I took a course. And then uh, in the crystal healing, I was sort of seeing people's, past lives you know and getting information about them so that's when I started to study past lives and I and that's when I started to study hypnotherapy um so it kind of it went from there really mm. that's really interesting that things branch out sometimes when people find different avenues right they find things that they're into or things that draw them to the whatever they're doing like crystals in your case drew you to hypnotherapy so let's yeah. talk about that next a little bit i always find hypnotherapy interesting 
in the paranormal field because it can be used in so many different ways. So what's the ways that you like to use hypnotherapy with your clients? Well, so basically I, um, my formula for working now is I actually combine the two. So I'll lay the person down, um, the client down on a massage table, fully clothed, and I'll put crystals around them. And, but I'm not actually doing a crystal healing even though when they lay down on the massage table in my healing studio, the energy in the room is filled with spirit and the, the crystals are amplifying that, that um, healing for the person. And there'll be specific crystals, you know, it's like a prescription choosing the right crystals for that person's mental, emotional, you know, but um, I don't actually do any healing. When I do my hypnotherapy, I, I then am working on them to, you know, hypnotize them for whatever their issue is, whether that's fears, phobias. Um, uh, so I'm then working on them to uh, remove from them the issues or the traumas that they've got. And I'm, I'm then using hypnosis to um, suggest and implant new suggestions uh, into the subconscious because the subconscious is like Google. It holds all the files of everything that we've ever thought or seen. And so when we get into the subconscious, we can, we can change those memories or those thought patterns. And the reason I like hypnotherapy is because it's very fast. You, you know, a person can come in with a, a needle phobia and one session and that phobia is dealt with. Whereas if you go to a talk therapy dealing with your issues, you could be going for weeks or months and end, you know, I'm not necessarily saying for a needle phobia, but you, you know what I mean. So I like hypnotherapy for its instant um, ability to make a transformation. Right. You get more of a direct sense of what your client needs and how to s solve that issue um, using hypnotherapy and crystals combined. D do the crystals kind of help amplify the solution? or? Yeah, I, f I feel that they do. Uh, as um, I say, I, when I lay them in the crystals, I'm not actually doing the healing. When I do a hypnotherapy session, I just put them in the crystals. But when I'm doing a, a separate a crystal healing then I lay them in the crystals and then I'm working on them by um, hands off. I'm not actually, I had, don't have my hands on the person, but I'm drawing energy out. Um, the way I work is I, I take energy off them and I tend to kind of release the energy out of myself. It's almost like coming through me and out of me and, um, and then putting healing energy into them, obviously with my spirit healers my guides their guides um and so when they get up they feel um well they'll they they may see and feel all sorts of uh things and sensations within the healing um crystal healing process when they get up you know they nearly always say to me oh I, I feel so much lighter um or you know um and they tell me how well they sleep after a crystal healing or uh, they don't have the voices in kind of thoughts and voices in their head because I've released them. You know, have I taken out the spirit attachment or whatever it might be? So they're kind of back to themselves in their body, in their own energy. 
you know, it, it, it's, it's a bit like some, sometimes it's a bit like uh, a spider that's, cre that's, oh, that's created a web and a fly is caught in the web and you remove the fly and you remove the cobweb and then it's like, okay, they're just back to them sort of thing. The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing, to protection, to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live. Well, that's a great analogy. I think people can understand how that works now, just with that analogy, that's great. Um, can you give one example of something that happened during a session or with a client that you can relate to maybe a healing session or something that worked out well for them? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can, I can, there's a few, um, one that's very personal, you know, personal to myself is, um, my father had a stroke and a week later he died. And whilst I was in the hospital during that, well, the, the, that week that he was in the hospital, my arm was excruciating pain. And I, and every time I did any kind of spiritual work, it got even more painful because I was connecting on that energetic level. And it was like, my father was literally holding on for dear life to my hand, you know? And when he did pass and he had, we'd never, talked about these topics or anything like that my father was basically an atheist but he'd read every you know anyway uh so in the hospital I said to my brother and my stepmother I'm going to go downstairs to the car and I'll bring the car around and as I and it was a rainy night and as I walked to my car I could I, I could hear my father saying where am I what's happened where am I and I was like, oh, dad, you know, so I explained to him, I want you to look up to the light and in the light, you're going to see your father and your cousins and friends and your mother, you know, and relatives and what have you. And all, and then I could hear him saying, oh, 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 like he was surprised, you know, and kind of shocked that this was sort of happening. And then again, when I, you know, I got to my car and I did this huge breath out and it was the release of my father into the light and every time I if I go to a spiritualist church or if ever I get a message you know so often the medium will say to me I've, I can see your father standing next to you you know and he's always very chatty you know so that's one lovely lovely one and and in terms of the therapies that I do I had a client who um, had a fear of water and I did some hypnosis on her in her current life and couldn't find the reason, you know, for this. So I regressed her back into a past life. And in the past life, she'd been a young girl that had fallen down a well. Um, but she had survived. The father in that past life managed to get her out. But she carried that over into her current life. And once we healed that, we cleared that um she then uh actually it had a huge knock-on effect in her life she started to learn to swim she stopped drinking and she actually got out of a toxic relationship so you know it, it, it it's interesting how a past life can have such a big effect on your current life and is that something you find yourself doing quite often? Is that a common thing for your clients to do during hypnosis is do past lives or? 
Uh, I don't do as many past lives as I used to anymore, to be honest. I do do um, hypnotherapy. I, I tend to do a lot of inner child work now because, you know, so many of the uh, emotional wounds, the beliefs, the behaviours that we have, you know, the root cause goes back to childhood. So I enjoyed doing that kind of psychological hypnosis work more than anything else. Um, so I don't really do so much when it comes to past lives. Um, and I, uh, I think past lives can be tricky as well. I think, I think people want, I, I tend to find that people want a past life to deal with a, a, a situation in the current life. But often I feel let's deal with the current life issues first, as in, as I said, you know, in a child work. And then maybe in another session, we'll see if we, we do a past life. But I feel we need to work on the stuff that's going on that we don't know consciously is related to childhood. Right. you got to work in a certain direction to make sure from start to finish or future to past is done properly, right? So, yeah. I mean, and, and there's future lives as well. I mean, you can do past lives, you can do future lives. You know, I mean, it's it's a fascinating subject. Um, but, uh, and also, the, I think the more you do with a client in terms of getting them into that hypnotic state or that meditative state, the easier it is to put someone into a past life or into a future life. But if you're doing it for the first time, it can be, oh, I can't see anything, I, you know, it, be tricky you know I mean there are techniques to get a person to see and feel and sense but sometimes it can be tricky. Uh, next I'd like to just touch on your authoring for a moment uh, you do have a book that's come out so uh, tell us a little bit about your book. So uh, yeah as I mentioned the book um, is to do with my travels and the spiritual experiences um, uh it's uh, a teaching book so there's there's you know different chapters on all these different types of topics that we've discussing as well as you know the traveling through these countries you know tunisia and algeria morocco and spain and portugal and italy and what have you so you know the cultural aspects of these countries as well and uh it's available uh on amazon um as I mentioned, it's called um, The Adventurous Spirit, Walking Between Two Worlds. And um, it was something that I felt, I, I, I don't consider myself a writer, really. It's not something I ever was compelled to mm, do, but I felt like spirit worked with me and wanted me to get this out. And I didn't do it uh, for any, you know, it's not a money thing. It's a it's an educational thing for people to be awakened to these these things. And um, and I'm very proud that I've done it. Well, I'm sure people that read it will get some enlightenment and uh, some encouragement to do what they do and maybe learn some things that they didn't know before. So, Or maybe they're going yeah. through the same issues that you went through and uh, you can help them do that. So I have had very good feedback and, and a lot of people have said they couldn't put the book down. It was a real page turner. So that's a nice, uh, that's, a, that's nice to get that feedback. Yeah, always is for sure. Um, anything else that you've been working on lately that you'd like to talk about or anything that you'd like to promote? I mean, I'm just doing what I do, which is, you know, working with clients. I do work with a lot of clients all over the world because, you know, thanks to Zoom, um, as we are speaking now, um, you know, 
mediumship and psychic energy is the same whether the person's in front of you or whether they're over the other side of the world um and the reason i call myself a psychic spiritual medium is because being a psychic is one thing and being a spiritual medium is another and i don't think a lot of people understand that you know when you're psychic you're you're reading a person's energy and you can tell them about their love life or their career or their you know, house and and things that are going on in their life. And that's a psychic. But when you're a spiritual medium, you are connecting to spirit. You're connecting to loved ones who have passed to the spirit realm. And, you know, that's a, there are some people who are just psychics and there are some people who are psychics and spiritual mediums. So that's why I always make a point of, yeah, I'm a psychic spiritual medium. And, you know, some people say they're clairvoyance or, you know, but I, I like to kind of be more specific. Um, and uh, anything I'm doing at the moment, well, you know, I do odd events here and there and uh, where I'll be um, on stage talking about these things um, and giving readings. But uh I, I think I did a lot of that when I started out, when I, I felt very much like I wanted to be seen and I wanted to, I still want to assist a lot of people, but I, I think I'm more um, insular now. You know, I, I've, I've been doing this for many years and people know me and, and, and they come back, you know, it's word of mouth and uh so I, I don't feel the urge so much to be out there so much you know I've I've done all the kind of things that I kind of thought were the right things you know I've been on radio and I've been in magazines and you know and all that kind of thing so I kind of feel like oh, I've done all that and I just want to really just do the the work in being of service to people um which is so satisfying and and, and working with spirit being an ambassador for spirit, actually. Plus, you get to home in on your abilities as well, right? You get to practice your mediumship and advance it to where you want it to be and just do your work that you do. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done classes, you know, with other mediums in the past and uh, and some have been great and some have been disappointing. I don't actually think I'm a particularly great medium. I, 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 I see other mediums and think, wow, wow, you know, the evidence is incredible. Um, and uh, I think we're always learning. I think we can always, well, I think I can always do better, you know, and I think we have good days and we have bad days. There are days when I think, wow, that was a great reading with lots of evidence and names and, and I don't know, just, you know, it, 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 just a great reading. And then there are other days where I think, well, it wasn't so great you know <laughs> I think it depends on the person as well and the person's energy that you're you're blending with and working with yeah for sure sometimes there's just not a connection and sometimes there is so that happens yes well yeah. thank you so much Kim for being on uh, Haunting Live this episode it was really nice to meet you and have you on as our guest and talk about what you do so thank, thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me it's a pleasure and how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you so my website is kimalexispsychic.co.uk um, 
I'm on Insta, um, Kim underscore Alexis underscore psychic. Um, I'm on all the, you know, the usual sites, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and um, yeah, and as I say, you know, I'm I'm available on Zoom. And as I mentioned in my book is, if you go to my website, you'll see a page of my book. Uh, there's also, if you subscribe on my website, um, then there's a, uh, a download for a free uh, manifestation meditation. Great, we'll put those links for your book, your website and the meditation on our channel here as well. So uh, anybody, that goes there will see that as well so thank you again kim it was wonderful having you and uh take care take care bye 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 miss one of our episodes replay your episode on rhode island broadcasting show your support for haunting live by supporting our broadcast partner rhode island broadcasting find them on youtube the paranormal can happen at any time so that's why our etsy store is always open Get your paranormal items from cleansing, to protection, to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.